Hi everyone, this is Justine and welcome to Investigative Selfism. I hope you're having a great week and I also hope that what I'm about to tell you, maybe it will improve that week. A pretentious task, I know. But so today I want to talk about self-compassion or rather the language of self-compassion and why this topic i know i'm very sort of early in my podcast and i was thinking okay what's sort of like what's the base for everything else and there are many bases i think but i thought this is a good one and why it's a good one because i think there's so many other aspects in life some things that we might want to have like i want to have more energy i want to have more confidence i want to take that action i want to finally do this i want to finally quit something right whatever that is I think it's so difficult, maybe not impossible, but it's so difficult to go for that something, to do almost anything if the voice inside our heads is being really negative, like really negative all the time, or it's enough when you think about it for that voice to be negative sometimes, but in those crucial decisions. And so different disciplines tell us that how we speak to ourselves it's so important, like that creates our reality, that creates our beliefs. What you say to yourself is sometimes a belief that you have. So let's say cognitive behavioral therapy would say, let's analyze ourselves, let's look into what limiting beliefs you might have. Where are those negative thoughts stemming from? Let's go more deeply and see what those beliefs are. And then those beliefs will determine what we do and what we don't do. It's rather simple. I really, I hope it makes sense. Or, for example, if you take neuro-linguistic programming, something I'll be talking about quite a lot in this podcast, because I think it's really cool. NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, once again, would say that your language creates your reality. How you describe something, that's kind of how it is for you. However you describe a certain experience, this is how, this is what that experience is for you. So, oh my God, how we talk to ourselves, so important. And then you can say, okay, okay, I get it, very important, yes, yes, yes. Where do you go from now? So I think there are a couple of steps, right? So the very first one is that initial awareness, just mindfulness. This is where it starts. So just to know, to be aware that, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay more attention to how I talk to myself because apparently it's very important <laughs> and there might be some areas of improvement here, right? So just being aware that, oh, what am I saying to myself? So the first step, being aware. The second step is realizing and this is so liberating i think this is so liberating like when you hear that for the first time maybe you heard it before already but when you hear it for the first time i think it's just it has almost like a physical effect on your body and that is the realization that your thoughts they are not you or if anything you are way more than your thoughts so you know that saying don't believe everything you think Oh my God, how liberating is that? So whatever I'm saying to myself, because these thoughts, they arise. It's very difficult, you know, not to have those thoughts, I think. But for us, it is about resting in that understanding that, you know what? I don't have to believe. I don't have to believe what those thoughts are telling me. That's saying, the mind has no pride. The mind will think anything. Like, imagine if you had to write down how you speak to yourself and then read it to someone else. For me, at least, sometimes that's embarrassing. I'm like, oh my God, I don't say that to anyone. I'm the meanest person I can be is how I am to myself and with myself. And you know, sometimes when you catch your friends being very negative and you know, going to this kind of like shaming mode, 
uh, saying, oh my God, I'm such an idiot, this and this. And you would say, what are you saying? This is so harsh. Don't be so harsh on yourself. Exactly. Don't be so harsh on yourself. It's a very good reminder. I think we always, 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 always need that. So first, awareness. Second, whew, we don't have to believe what our minds are telling us. That's a great realization. Just to pause, just to rest in that. You know, when a certain negative thought comes, you might just say, not today thought, not today. Or just a very polite, no thank you, you're here, but you're not really serving this at this moment. You know, when you're about to make a big decision and maybe like go for something kind of brave and I've always wanted that, and then the thought comes and says, who do you think you are? You think you can do this? Oh my God. You think this is for you? <laughs> okay. You know, those thoughts, I think sadly we all know them. So yeah, you have your right, you have the liberty, you have that choice to say, nah, this doesn't serve me. It's definitely difficult to do, but the good news is that there is that path. And this is sort of the third step. So one, awareness, two, realization that you don't have to believe in those thoughts. You can very respectfully disregard them. You are allowed to do that. It's a liberty that you have. And number three, which I think is a very important step, is to admit that this is something you can work on. It's not that either you are compassionate towards yourself or you're not. Like, it's not an innate quality. It is, like many things in life, a practice. Like, this is what Buddhist psychology teaches us. This is what different types of psychology actually teach us. That some qualities, they are practices. You can work on them. You can get better. If it was an innate quality, then no one would be talking about it. No one. Then it would be, hey, do you think you're self-compassionate? No, yes. Okay, if no, well, that's it for you. You know, there's nothing you can do. That's insane. That would be insane to think, right? So the third step is admitting that, oh, that is something I can work on. There are many areas, right, when you think about it that we can work on, and that's one of them, and it's a very important one. And so it's a practice. You can work on that. You can work on that awareness. You can work on that kindness, on that compassion. And I think the idea, like, this is what we're aiming for, right? is that one day you then see yourself, hopefully, as a part of your identity. You know, you catch yourself, say something negative to yourself, and you think, I don't do that, actually. That's not part of my identity. It's kind of like, if you're an adult and you're a smoker, and you've never been a smoker, it's kind of unlikely that you will start smoking, because you would have seen yourself by now as someone who doesn't smoke, and there's no temptation. Hey, would you like a cigarette? No, I'm not a smoker. Hey, would you like to engage in this like super negative talk about yourself? No, thank you. I don't do that. So this is the ideal. This is a path, work of our lifetimes. But also, I've chosen my episode to be on that because it's such important work. So many wonderful things for yourself and for others. They start with that. And we've all felt that. Obviously, we had those, hopefully, not just moments, but moments when we speak, when we feel that we're being compassionate to ourselves, right? Instead of saying, oh, I did this, oh no, we say, oh man, that happened, oh no, I kinda, kinda didn't do well here. Ah, a learning opportunity. And I think if it's not something you do for yourself, how much nicer you are with others, or how much nicer you can be when you're a bit nicer to yourself. I think the ripple effect, no one can even know how great that is. So hey, for yourself, for your loved ones, man, for the world, think about it. Maybe self-compassion is something you've been struggling with, or hey, if you're great at it, maybe there's a way how you can sort of 
you know, assist others on their journey. So let's stay on that path. Let's work on that quality, or at least let's add that to the list of all those qualities that we can be conscious of. And the next time a negative thought occurs, know that you have the liberty to say, nah, not for me, thank you. And you, thank you for listening. And I'll see you very soon.